That's fine. I'll help I'll you. Do it. All right, all right. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Good morning. Good evening. Or shit. Nope. That's definitely going in the open. Nope, that's not. <laughs> Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another wonderful installment of Matt and Dennis. May as well call it the Christmas edition. We are just days away uh, from Christmas Eve, Christmas Day, and about a week or so away from getting this putrid, terrible year that has been 2020 out of the way. I am Matt Scarano. Thanks again for listening. I'm joined by my wonderful friend and co-host, in person, and uh, not the first time this has happened, but it is rare. Uh, it doesn't happen super often, and especially during a pandemic where things are not even remotely close to normal. We're lucky to do it. I'm joined by my good friend and co-host, Mr. Dennis Vinci. Dennis, how you doing tonight? I'm doing well, Matt. I'm doing very well. Little stuffed up, a little congested because of uh, COVID. <laughs> no, just kidding. Just kidding, folks. It's because of the good boy... That is Remy Scarano, the dog here. Yes, I have allergies. Yes, I've been playing with him. Yes, he's been jumping on me. Uh, he dismantled a little chew toy. Not even a chew toy. It was like a... Uh, it was made of, like, fabric. Dennis, if I had known coming into the mobile uh, temporary Matt and Dennis studio here in the basement in, in southern Connecticut, the shoreline of Connecticut, if I would known that would be a problem, I wouldn't have brought you here. It's really not a problem. It just becomes a problem after a while. And when I allow the dog to jump on me, I sit on couches where the dog has been. You know, eventually I'm just going to get congested. You can kind of hear it in my voice. I can, I can, you know, I'm still a little stuffed up, but you know what? We have these uh, lovely beers that were supplied by the local liquor, st- liquor store. Yep. Uh, these shots. Thank you, Kenny Chesney, for sending them yep. over. You're still working on yours because you're a lady. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. Support, we'll, get, we'll get through this. Support local uh, local North Haven businesses. Uh, thank you to the hard hat. It uh, might have been on the Wallingford line when I hit up this package store, but, you know, either way. Support Wallingford, North Haven. Either way. And, and we're here in Connecticut. I mean, and not to, not to uh, hype up our own soapbox here, but Dennis obviously is usually broadcasting from Virginia. I'm usually broadcasting from Michigan, and we're here in uh, Connecticut. <laughs> For this is probably the second or third time we've broadcasted um, in Connecticut and done a live show, but um, all that aside, all the pleasantries aside, which there are plenty of, but unfortunately we have to get into sad news, and uh, that is the fact that uh, we I enjoy. Know, I don't think it's sad news, Matt, because we have a special guest who's going to bring life <laughs> need... to this podcast. You wanted to get into an extra, another country on this episode. I think we, we're going to get there. This might be it. Yeah, we might get Italy uh, tonight. Uh, Italy, we'll, Kazakhstan, here, we'll, we'll get to that. One of them. We'll okay. get to that. Let me preface this. Dennis, you and I are, are longtime Giants fans. We are. Matt's got bullet points, ladies and gentlemen. And uh, they're, they're, I believe where we are recording from, there is a hole, or there was a hole somewhere in this wall from when the Giants uh, beat the Packers to go to the Super Bowl in uh, the 2007-2008 season. It's it's somewhere around here. Um, but anywho... Why would you punch a hole in the wall after a win? It, it was not me. It was uh, Pat Hubble. Hopefully he's listening. Took a pool cue and uh, was waving it in the air when the Giants won. And then this is all on video. And uh, the, accidentally... We discussed in our guest case, <laughs> I could tell. 
He was excited about that moment. <laughs> I, I, can, I can tell right now the guest did not know that ever happened. Uh, now he does, uh, nearly 13 or 14 years later. Um, anywho, we're going to bring him in a second. We'll introduce him. Um, you might want to scoot your chair up a little bit. But uh, the Giants played uh, Sunday Night Football, which I think we would all agree was awesome. I mean, just the, the build-up and the fact that they got uh, was put it, on. Though? I'm, I'm going to get there. Two weeks ago, it was fun when it was announced. The, the, the fact that Carrie Underwood was singing the song, and we had Chris Collinsworth, Al Michaels was out because of COVID. We hope he's doing well. Mike Tarico was there. The fact that we had Carrie Underwood singing the song, and they got the whole thing, and the dun-dun-dun-dun-dun. I'm going to interrupt you really quickly there, because I didn't even realize that. That Al Michaels wasn't yeah, on the call was Mike out, Tirico because yeah. yeah. as a Notre Dame fan, as you've already prefaced on this show, he calls all of the Notre Dame game, games right. on NBC on Saturdays. I just assumed Tirico was filling in. I did not know Mike Al Michaels had yeah. COVID. He was. He was. I, I I can't confirm that he was out because of COVID, but I know it's related. So whether he had contact with someone or or he was out because he had it. Anywho. Um, I'm very happy the Giants were able to get that. Obviously, after the game was over, I was hoping that would have been a 1 o'clock game and no one would have seen that outside the New York market. But anywho, Giants play. I'm, I'm going to bring in our guest here in a second. I want to. I want us to, to get into this game first. But the Giants have a shot at prime time. They play uh, the Cleveland Browns, who, credit to the Cleveland Browns, have come into their own. Uh, last year, they were built as a team that was set to as a favorite to win the Super Bowl. Clearly that did not happen. Odell gets hurt. Is Baker an NFL quarterback? Nick Chubb gets hurt. Plenty of questions. And now the Browns are coming to their own. They're in a division with the Baltimore Ravens, who were su- supposedly going to go undefeated. That never happened. Lamar Jackson got COVID. He's out for a couple weeks. He looks good right now. But you're also in a league with the Pittsburgh Steelers, who are undefeated. And now they've lost to the the Buffalo Bills, who Three look like the best team in that. Uh, in the they've clinched a, a division title. They lost to the Cincinnati Bengals last night. They lost to, unfortunately for us, the Washington Football Team. And now they look like one of the worst 11 and 0 teams in NFL history. So, I, I I mean, all that aside, credit to the Cleveland Browns. Giants lose to them. We have Colt McCoy. Uh, now we go and play the Baltimore Ravens. We'll get. We'll give our, our host of honor, uh, my dad, uh, Big Dom. We'll, we'll let him. <laughs> he is. He has been a a longtime supporter of Matt and Dennis, a longtime supporter of the show. He's lacing up his shoes as we speak, like <laughs> Mister Rogers, folks. Maybe, maybe I have to blame him. Maybe I have to blame my grandpa. Maybe I have to blame my great-grandpa of uh, putting me in this position that I have to root for the Giants with two Super Bowls. It would have been three if I was born a month earlier in my lifetime. I was but there. Wolverine Dennis was. My christening was literally on the day of the Super Bowl. My dad reminds my mom all the time of that. <laughs> Big Al. So we welcome, uh, to get into this first, we welcome Big Dom. Big Dom, Giants lose to Cleveland, a game we all thought they would lose. What are your thoughts on that? What are your thoughts on the Giants as as they've stood all year and where they may go in the future? Well, first of all, I'd say thanks for having me. I've known these two gentlemen, well, one for his entire <laughs> life, and 
Dennis for only 75% probably of his life, maybe a little less, but uh, th thank you for the uh, opportunity. Uh, what did we watch on Sunday? I would say it wasn't football on the Giants' side. Uh, we obviously have a long way to go. Um, it was great to be on Sunday night. However, the results speak for themselves. They, you know, started off with some trick plays. I understand part of that, but they gave up. They left six points on the field. Game might have been a little different, but I think at the end, uh, Colt McCoy really is a backup quarterback. Um, Danny Dimes. With his legs, if they were able to run, that's that's our game right now. And uh, uh, we don't really have too much to go from there. Defense, I think, played solid. They're on the field an awful lot. Mm -hmm. They did have uh, Bradbury was out. Um, you know, so overall, I think the defense has been fine. I think this is totally about the offense. And uh, whether we make the playoffs or don't make the playoffs, I think we got some good building blocks uh, going forward. And here, uh, I'm going to ask you a couple questions because me and Dennis, I think I know where Dennis stands on most things and Dennis knows where I stand. And I think when it comes to fundamentals and the foundation of the organization, me and Dennis agree. I think it's it's how we and I, I think me and Dennis, I think you would agree to where you want to go. We all have a, the same vision of where we want the Giants to go. But I think me and Dennis have different ideas of how to get there. So one question I'll ask you as someone that doesn't come on the show, um, who's never been on the show, head coach Joe Judge, is he the guy for the New York Giants? Is he the head coach of the future? Do you, is, is it a yes? Is it a no? Or do you need to see more? Love him. Love him. I think he, I think he has been a pleasant surprise. First year, COVID training camp. New systems installed. I, I think this is uh, for what he's done, and they seem to play hard every game for him. Um, I am. I'm a big fan. I think. Uh, I, I think he's going to do well for the Giants. I think we had uh, a good draft. I think if you look at the list of players that you drafted, I think six or seven of those players, uh, I think are playing or have played some parts uh, there. And you know that's that Judge it might be Gettleman. Like, Crazy for Gettleman, but it's hard to argue what he's done this year with the draft. Um, but, yes, I'm a big fan with Joe Judge. Well, that'll lead me to two more questions, and I don't know if Dennis has any. It's almost like we're putting you on trial here as someone that hasn't. But which is, which is typically, if our listeners, like, if they know from Matt and Dennis, we usually. That's how you do it. You we do try it. to see if people agree more with Dennis or if people agree more with myself. So two more questions. Uh, the Giants have a starting quarterback who is, uh, probably shouldn't have played last week, and he did. And uh, he did not play this week, which was probably the right call, in my opinion. And uh, Daniel Jones has a massive turnover problem, which, granted, he has improved. Uh, interviews as recent as today uh, from our fans at WFAN uh, interviewed Blake Martinez, who said, he's our guy. No one works harder on the team than he does. He is the future of this team. Daniel Jones, is that the future of the New York Giants? Yes, no, or the verdict is out? I, I think he's going to be the future. I, I think to get a real quarterback that you need, you either got to be high up in the draft that you're going to want to get one of those one to two to three, three players, and I, I would say I'm willing to stick with him. I think just built, continue to build around him. Offensive line has done better. Uh, give him some more tools. 
Um, I'm, I think that's going to be the same. I just can't see them drafting a quarterback. I don't see them signing somebody of a, they're not going to sign Wentz, but somebody of that ilk, I just don't see it. So I think we're, we're, either, we're going with them whether we like it or not. All right, and I'll ask one more question. I'll pass the mic, uh, the invisible mic, over to Dennis. We didn't have to. We could have kept losing in October. We would have been in position. And, and we can get to that. We got help from those here, bums. Here, I'll ask a question. You said it wasn't going to happen. We I'll ask help. It, here, I'll ask a question. We'll get his response, and then we can go Sunshine to that Sunshine could have been in royal blue. And so, he's missing out. So, so big, Lawrence, big Dumb mentioned uh, Giants general manager Dave Gettleman. Titans, remember Titans. Yeah. Well... We will get there. So, so Big Dom mentions Giants GM uh, David Gettleman. And uh, I've said in the past few episodes, especially because of how our defense has played, with late, very late picks, like Mr. Irrelevant, Tay Crowder, Carter Coughlin, uh, UConn grad Matt Pert, on the offensive side, Carter Brown's line have all played significantly better than our first round draft pick, Andrew Thomas, out of Georgia. Uh, which, and I'm not a Dave Gettleman fan, but it concerned me with how well they were playing. And I told Dennis, Do I sound crazy that Dave Gettleman may have a home with the New York Football Giants in the next year or two because of how well they've played? And but then when you look on the offensive side of the ball, the Giants are terrible. Granted, our offensive line is better this year, significantly better, like I said. We've with with Matt Pert and Andrew Thomas, like we've we've played better. But our receiving core is not great. Evan Ingram, who somehow made it to the Pro Bowl, and we'll get into that at some point tonight. But but the Giants' defense has been amazing. The Giants' offensive line, while they've always been terrible, again, like I mentioned, guys like Matt Pert, who have been drafted 6th, 7th round out of UConn, a team that can't even get their own football program together. Lemieux. Is Shane Lemieux. Uh, Shane Lemieux. Yeah. Has been no, you're right. fantastic. And he was part of an awesome offense at Oregon, but he fell just because he was right. in Pac-12. So... So, Big Dom, what's your thoughts on if say say the Giants? I, I, I mean, regardless of what happens, and I'll say my opinion really quick. I I think he has to go, regardless of the Giants lose against Baltimore, which I assume they will. Say they lose against Dallas at home, and they don't make the playoffs, or even if the Giants, if if the Eagles and Washington screw up and the Giants make the playoffs, and we get to a wild card game. I would have to imagine one way or another, and I would hope that Dave Gettleman is gone. What are your thoughts? Uh, again, I, I think Gettleman has definitely earned um, some time here based on at least this year. You start looking at the team, you know, you got Andrew Thompson who did a great job on Miles Garrett uh, against Cleveland. That's fair. You didn't really hear his name. At all. You, at, at, often you're playing with three rookies on that offensive line. You've got a, a guy who turned center, Nick Gates, that was yeah. a guard and became a center uh, in his first year. Um, you know, I think you're seeing some Gallman. I think he's a third down back pretty much, but he, he's, he's done some good things. You know, and the defense. Look at some of his defense. It's not all Gettleman, whether it's Dalvin Tomlinson. You got Dexter Lawrence. Um, 
you know, the acquisition of Leonard Williams, which I think people poo-pooed that a little bit from what's he doing. Mm-hmm. I think he's really played well. He's, is he, you know, getting 13 sacks? No, but you look at him, he's in the play, running, stopping. I, I'm, I'm impressed. You acquired and you got Blake Martinez. He's a tackling machine. Um, Bradbury, another good pick. You know, we don't know enough about McKinney. I think Logan Ryan is up and down, but I think he's a good team guy. Um, and these are guys Gettleman has gotten. And, uh, you know, he's ultimately going to be judged on two players. Saquon and Danny Jones. Daniel Correct. Jones. Those Correct. are Ingram, I agree with you, how he made the all-pro team. I don't know if that says something about him or something about how the rest of the tight ends in the <laughs> league are. That's, that's incredible. I mean, I think Slayton probably had a better shot at doing something than, than Ingram. And that's another choice that, you know, he hasn't really come out on, on his own. But, you know, it's hard to argue. All in all, I think, you know, whoever got this kicker, the kicker was the MVP for most of the season. That's another one, one extra point or field Here, goal. Here, hold on, because I, I want to. I want us to get into that at, at some point, Dennis. I want. I want your thoughts on on the the Cleveland game and kind of where where we're at right now. Again, you and I both. We didn't. We said weeks ago that this would be the toughest game for the Giants, but we said it with a healthy Daniel Jones. With our offensive coordinator, who granted hasn't shown us a whole lot, did not have COVID at the time. With James Bradbury, who is the best Giants defensive weapon and potentially the best defensive weapon in the NFL, if one, if not one of the best defensive weapon in the NFL. We don't have any of them. And that was us going into that game saying, so obviously we lose Bradbury. Garrett's not there. We have Freddie Kitchens. Daniel Jones out, we have Colt McCoy, and Joe Judge is coming off of a game where Giants fans are starting to question what direction he's going in towards a playoff hunt, potentially. I give the floor to you. My initial thoughts from the Sunday night game is probably on par of every NBC exec that would make the decision to flex games at 4.30 on Sunday. Why did we take the Cowboys and 49ers off the Sunday night? <laughs> 70 total points. There was a reason for it. No Zeke, no, no Dak. Yeah. No Garoppolo. 70 total points. That's entertaining football. Sunday night was not entertaining football. Right. And even as a Browns fan who was probably the entire time biting their fingernails on the edge of their seats because they're Browns fans and they are just looking for a way for their team to blow this to get them into the postseason. They are what you said a month ago. We have meaningful December football. That is Cleveland Browns fans. The issue is Browns fans have a legitimate shot at now winning their division because the Steelers have dropped three straight and they're only two games behind them. Somehow, if the Steelers continue to lose. but Which they play the Colts. They're in. Coming up. And the Browns play the Jets. So let's could we possibly be looking at a one-game separation in yep. the final week? I look. I just the Giants' offense offense is putrid. It's absolutely putrid. I believe it's second to worst. I don't. I don't care if it's Colt McCoy. I've said it for weeks and weeks and weeks. I don't know what the deal is with Slayton. The guy is a deep threat. The guy can catch the football. He has some drops at times, but the guy can run routes as well. And he did that at Auburn and made Bo Nix, who is the starting quarterback right now for Auburn, look good at times in his freshman year. That's hard to do for an 18-year-old quarterback coming from high school into the college game, which is a big transition. He made him look good. 
he's been an afterthought. He was supposed to be he was supposed to take that next step this year and he hasn't done it. Ingram, we've said it, has looked much better since his disastrous performance against the Eagles back in was that week six? It was Five. October, middle of October, whenever whatever week it was. But at the same time, I don't know, it just looks like they're throwing it up to him. He's making some sort of acrobatic attempt, not even a catch, an attempt. He's rolling around, diving, doing this mm-hmm. thing. He's trying to leap over his defenders if he catches a two-yard slant route and go, goes for six yards. There's nothing special about what he's doing. Your dad hit it. The defense and what we've talked about from the get-go they All played. Season. They played incredible, and this was a Browns team that came off scoring forty plus two straight weeks, and we held them to twenty points for mm-hmm. a long time. We were with in, our without we our best offensive football game. We were weapon. in that football game. Nick Chubb didn't really get anything going. Neither did Kareem Hunt. Bradbury wasn't there, so there was really no separation for any. I know Odell's not there, and maybe that's a difference maker if he's on the field, but. People were putting their stats up against what this Browns offense looks like with Odell and versus Odell. And I understand you always want a playmaker like a big-time receiver. But mm-hmm. maybe it's they've gotten better where Baker doesn't have to look to a go-to top-five receiver. He can spread it around to whoever he wants. That's why he's looked better the last couple of weeks. But they didn't have to cover some stud receiver, and they looked okay. The Giants were in this football game. I don't know why... You go for it on fourth down, we could have taken the six points, and all of a sudden when the Browns do score, we're still only looking at it a touchdown game. It's a 13-6 game. If we attempt a field goal, which we're pretty much assuming Graham Gano is going to make Can it. Can I interrupt you there? Year. So let me ask, and I'll, I'll give this to you, and I'll give this to Big Dom. There were two situations, and and we were watching the game together. You were, you were not there, Dennis, but, but me and Big Dom were watching the game together. And there's two situations, and... Dennis and I, for for you and for anyone that hasn't been listening, Dennis and I have been on the the Joe Judge bandwagon for a long time. The the first time I've disagreed with him was him putting Daniel Jones in against Arizona. And then I was like, okay, I understand why. Take him out at halftime when we're down. Didn't do that either. So I continued to disagree with him. But he, he goes this ridiculous fourth down play where Dixon... Is trying to throw it like it, I, I don't know what that was, and and then we go fourth and two. That that first one where Dixon throws it, I don't agree with it. I I say take the points. If you went down the field that quick, you're playing a team that you know is better than you, and they know they're better than you, and then you go down the field again. You get another chance. You stop Cleveland. You go down again. That second time, I say go for it. And I honestly think Gallman may have had it. Maybe I'm bitter, but I think he had it and it was a bad spot. I think he had that one. But I'll ask I'll ask you, Dennis. I'll ask you, Big Dom. Do you agree? Are you upset at, at Joe Judge's call in that? For me, you know we're going to lose to Cleveland. You know we're, we're not going to win on offense. For me, I, I can't be too mad. I, I can be kind of mad at the first call, but I can't be mad at that second one. I'll let you, Dennis, I'll let you go first, okay. and I'll let, I'll let... Look, the Dixon play, I just don't know where that comes from. To me, that's not the Joe Judge, it's not the Giants offense that we've seen all year. I don't know why now we are running these plays. If you if that's something you're going to establish in this offense, fine, establish, establish it early on. Don't just throw these things at a whim that's not what this offense is. Maybe we're trying to mix 
something up, whether that's his play call, whether that's Joe Schmo who was filling in for Garrett and also the assistant that was missing for Cope. I don't know who was calling the plays. Was it Joe? Well, Freddie Kitchens was the offensive coordinator in place of and Jason Garrett. And he was Garrett. calling the plays? I mean, I can't. I don't know. I'm, I'm sure he had some hand in it. So I just, I don't agree with it. I, in that situation, I take the point. They said it on the broadcast too. Take the points this early on in the game. You would assume the Goldman play, fine. Maybe he gets a bad spot, but at the same time, I don't know. I just, why not pin them back to if you have confidence in your defense, which I think I do, to stop them. Make them drive the length of the field. Challenge them. Make them make a mistake, which Baker Mayfield can make a mistake. He's a gunslinger, and that's what they're. That's what mm-hmm. they do. At times, they're going to make mistakes. So maybe we come up with something. I'm not say I and I have commended Joe Judge for this year of taking chances and going forward in plus territory, but I just think in that situation where we're playing with a backup quarterback, we're playing with multiple injuries, we have play callers that are out. Why are we? Why are we risking these things? That that was my initial thought. That's what I Big Dom. I agree with Dennis. I think you gotta take the points. When you you're in a game like that and you drive all that all the way down the field and you come out with nothing, uh, I, I think that kind of uh, you know puts you down a little bit and then you get another opportunity to put another three on there and you and you don't do that. You know, to me, get the six points, you'd be within a touchdown or eight points, whatever yeah. it was, six points in the two point conversion. Um I was, yeah, I was a little surprised. Listen, he's a rookie coach. He may have thought some things there. I'm willing to give him the benefit of the doubt. But I think the one thing, just to go on, to was offbeat a little from that question, is you know the one thing they kept on going for, though, is, is Cleveland, is they weren't hitting the wideouts. Landry obviously got a touchdown pass, and he had another pass in there. It was the tight ends. It was the tight ends all day. Yeah, uh, Baker the, has the, the had rookie, a security and then he had blanket. the other one, Hooper, Austin Hooper, and then the kid from uh, Florida Atlantic, I think, or Florida International, uh, fourth round draft choice. I mean, they kept on just going to the, go. I said, could somebody guard the tight end? Because really, other than Landry, who's not really a speed guy all the way down the field like say Beckham is, and they had, they had the other rookie peoples in there coming in there and quite a couple. But really, it was it was a tight end. Just didn't see any adjustment was made uh, of that, but well, and it's you bring that up, and to what Matt and I talked about last week when J- Jones wasn't there, mm-hmm. and Jones was pressured in the pocket and didn't check the ball down. And on the one touchdown drive they did have, he was checking it down to Goldman. That's what Baker was doing. He had a security blanket the whole time in his tight ends right. and was able to check it down to his tight end for a four or five yard pass route, and they were able to extend it for seven to eight yards. We're looking at second and short. That's a lot different than him throwing the ball down the field in completion in second and long. Correct. That's something the Giants didn't do against the Arizona Cardinals. And now this week we watched the Browns do it successfully against our defense. Right. And 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 we're going to get into this. Uh, we're, I mean, obviously it's the first time we've done an in-person episode in a while, and we'll get into Never again. We'll get into our... catastrophe. <laughs> <laughs> it was, was one too many. <laughs> I, I, I brushed Big my Don teeth. knows too what? much about the Giants. He's making us look bad. <laughs> Well, I mean, clearly been watching every down all year long. I clearly well, need to get a life, Dennis. That's well, the whole. That's the whole thing. Well, Got to be another sport I can watch. Dennis, you and I are are, are going to be Baseball here for. Baseball season's right around the corner. That's a go. Yes. We're going to be here for a minute in the Matt and Dennis Mobile Studios, um, and we have Giants Ravens coming up. We'll get into that in a second, and uh, I mean not too much because obviously we go in our picks and all that. And we're hoping to get a show uh, post Christmas, 
Um, but before we get in the NFC East, I want to get into that. I want to get into the Jets um, and how they lost, probably lost Trevor Lawrence. We'll get into that. Probably, definitely. And uh, I mean, who knows? Maybe Jacksonville has something in him. Um, let, let's talk. And Big Dom mentioned it. I, I, we talked about uh, Evan Ingram. The Giants and the NFL have announced that the Giants have two Pro Bowl uh, participants in James Bradbury. And, and my thoughts, incredibly deserved, has been one of the, the greatest assets to the Giants in years and just has kept our defense intact, has been phenomenal, one of the best defensive weapons in the NFL. And also, tight end Evan Ingram. We'll just let that awkward silence uh, take care of itself. Um, Evan Ingram, who is definitely beloved by uh, my co-host Dennis Vinci and uh, Big fan. good friend Kyle Barron. I'll, I'll give this one to Big Dumb first. He kind of mentioned, <laughs> kind of mentioned it earlier, or, or briefly talked about it. James Bradbury and uh, Evan Ingram. What are your thoughts on that? Um, I think we'll all be in agreement on one part of this, but is there anyone that you think should not have been a pro bowler from the Giants? Or uh, is there anyone that should have been a pro bowler that has that was not a pro bowler? And I think we'll all agree on one, and I have a cold, <coughs> Blake Martinez. <coughs> well, I agree with Bradbury. He's had a fantastic season, great acquisition. Uh, you're always worried when you get these free agents, pay them a lot of money, you're not sure what you're going to get, but I think we got our money's worth on Bradbury for sure. Evan Ingram, from what he shows, he's fine. All pro caliber or pro bowl caliber, don't see it as of yet. Still young, you would think he has all the tools, it just doesn't seem to come out when he plays. I have only two words to say, Graham Gano. All right. Who was the kicker who made the Pro Bowl? This guy did it wow. because he was terrific. Terrific. And that's, you know, I don't know, do either of you gentlemen know who was the Pro Bowl kicker that made it? Is only one kicker allowed? I was I'm always assuming under the impression that means of that. that it's the, can... the Falcons, Young Who, Ku. Is it Young Who or is it? I know his last name's Ku. He right. was unbelievable, though. He's probably was one he? of the okay. best kickers all year. And obviously in the NFC with the Falcons, right. he's more than deserving. So I don't know if it's more than one kicker that gets to go. Okay. If it's not, then it should be him. Well, I saw him then, kick uh, this weekend against Tampa Bay. Which uh, unfortunately puts Graham Gano on the outside, but I agree with you. With well, here, Han, Han, I'll look this up, uh, and I agree with Graham Gano, but I just want to say before Dennis goes into this that uh, Dennis has been one of the first critics. Uh, well, one of the biggest fans of Evan Ingram turned one of the biggest critics of Evan Ingram. Yeah, very, very, very accurate. All right, go for it. <laughs> well, no, I thought you were going to give me, are you looking up the kicker? I'm looking it up right now, yeah. Okay. Yeah, no, Ingram's a bum. Young, young, young Hoku. Young Hoku, I was right, okay. Yeah. Did I say who? Young Hoku. You said young, Hoku was his last young name. Young Hoku. Yeah, K-O-O is his last yeah. name. Yeah, Also, kudos to him, too, if he makes it, he is a Pro Bowl, because he was drafted by the Chargers, and the Chargers cut him. Because apparently he sucked. He missed a bunch of kicks. Like it was like four or five weeks into his rookie year, they just cut him. Really? Didn't I didn't realize that. Yeah, and now he's one of the most accurate kickers in the NFL, so he's killing Good for him. Now. Then. now, to be fair, he plays in a dome now. 
But I mean, no come wind. on, you played in San Diego. How windy was it? I don't know. Right. It's supposed to be Probably 70, not much. It's supposed to be 75 and sunny there every day of the year. So maybe. But either way, yeah, Ingram's a bum. I don't know how this <laughs> happened. Well, he's absolute bum. Look, I loved I loved the draft pick. I loved the draft. He was a studded old miss, an absolute stud. He's a freak. Huge hands, huge target. He and me, when we drafted him, we, we, we got a Rob Gronkowski. That's mm-hmm. what I looked at. I was like, this is going to be a security blanket for whatever draft, for Eli, but it's going to be whoever is going to carry on after Eli. He was supposed to be the guy. We're going to find our receivers. Odella was obviously still on the team at this time, but we'll build around. But this is going to be number two. He's going to be the guy. He's going to have 800 yards a year. He's going to have 10, 12 touchdowns, a red zone target, the guy that we need when the Giants every year would get down to the red zone, and then we just kick a field goal. And that's why Alger Brosas was a pro bowler, because he led the league in scoring. Or for yeah. led our team in scoring. Who I found out yesterday uh, is on Jacksonville. Is he? Yeah. Starting? I literally just found that out. He's, starting? Yeah, he's a starting kicker for the Jacksonville Santos Jaguars. Or, uh, well, he was playing the other day. <laughs> good for him. He was up, he was down, in jail, or whatever, <laughs> and then he's back. <laughs> so. A little indiscretion. So a little uh, DUI. Uh, Tis the season, Matt. Tis the season. DUI, hit and run. Uh, the season of forgive. But yeah, now, I don't understand why. Look, to me, do, the fans don't vote on this, right? In the NFL? Yes, they do. They do? Pro Bowl, they do. Are they a percentage of the vote? Pro Bowl they, uh, is, is a, I believe it's a majority fan-voted award. Yeah. Well, then how the hell did this happen? I... What giant well, fan was bugging their computer? <laughs> now the meme well, you said no, earlier huh? of like that rapper, right? That is, and the other guys like watching right. him edit, and it's like so, Evan Ingram and David Gettleman, like David Gettleman's so rigging Dennis, the vote because that makes no sense to me. If this was like pure NFL, I get it. Evan Ingram, he's a freak. He can run down the field. Let's we'll do some end arounds. He he he, he has an arm. Well, here's the thing. Ball. Let's make some fun, interactive plays for the eight-year-olds that are actually going to watch the Pro Bowl because nobody else is watching that. Shout out to our good friend Kyle Barron. Shout out to Kyle Barron because he said that means that the rest of the NFL still sees value in him. So the Giants should trade him, get some money back. Look, there's a guy in Green Bay, Robert Tanyan, and... Our good friend, the Italian. Yes, Stallion, I, I know. Steven, Steven Salvo tweeted about this. He's on my fantasy team. The guy's got double-digit touchdowns this year. He's been an unbelievable target for Aaron Rodgers in on the same offense that has Devontae Adams. Why is he not on the Pro Bowl team? That's a Green Bay Packer team that's going to win the division, Correct. go to the playoffs. Might as well be the favorite in the NFC at this point. Yeah. Honestly, who else do you have that much faith in? Right. Why is he not on the Pro Bowl Clear. team? Is he not on the Pro Bowl team? Because we're assuming maybe he won't be able to be on the Pro Bowl team. And we're pretty much assuming that Evan Ingram will be free the last yeah. week of January, per usual. <laughs> let's, uh, all right, here, we'll, we'll let, let's skip forward. Um, we have another episode coming up this Saturday where we'll go more in depth. Before you go, before Big Dom leaves the Matt and Dennis uh, mobile studios here, uh, do we want to let Dom pick some games? We make yeah, a no, we got it. We got it. You got to stay, stay seated for a minute here in the Matt and Dennis studios. Before we get to the picks, uh, the Giants lost to Cleveland. We lost to Arizona, and by virtue of the Giants being in the worst division, might be fact check me, Dennis. Might be in the worst division in NFL history. The Giants could still very well make the playoffs. Um, Big Dom. Forgive me for putting you on blast here, but Big Dom tends to uh, take a liking to a team that is a little south of here, uh, the city where liberty and freedom was built. 
Dom, no! <laughs> no, Big Dom! I'm getting a beer after this. He's spreading his... I was, I, I was rooting for him on Sunday, too, but just because we're in a pick-em league. I didn't, I didn't say anything. I didn't say what team, but I... Anyone I, that's listened to us over the last year I and just half know exactly Big Dom, Big Dom tends to... I have family and friends in that area. Big Dom tends to kind of have a soft spot this for uh, a team where independence uh, reigned in the city, great city of Philadelphia. Um, and it seems like they found their quarterback. Seems like Carson Wentz is going to be shipped out back to where he came from in the yeah, Midwest. he's going to start winning Super Bowls for Bill Belichick and the Patriots. Next year. I mean, as long as it's not the Eagles, I'm fine with that. Um, Are you, though? No, I'm fine with that. As long as it's not the Eagles. But Eagles coming into their own. Dallas beat the Niners. Washington football team still sits in first. There is a shot the Giants can still make the playoffs, but it would have to come down to the Eagles losing to Dallas, which wouldn't, if they beat Dallas, that wouldn't be the end all. But Washington needs to lose to the Carolina Temple Owls, led by Matt Rule, Robbie Anderson. A uh, plethora of other Temple. Matt Rule did more at Baylor in like two years than he ever did at Temple. So as as just so you know, took him to a Big Twelve title game. What did he do for you? Uh, he got us to a college game day game where we uh, led your team until a minute left in the game and where we lost. lost our, he, we were true. we were both there. That was, that was a great game. It was a good game, game for Notre Dame. Our entire economy at Temple is not built on football. <laughs> Anywho, um, obviously. <laughs> So, with this I say, uh, as we've said every week since Thanksgiving on, on Matt and Dennis, Giants uh, going to Baltimore. You hope Daniel Jones is healthy. I'm not sure what happens. I'll, I'll go to Dennis. I'll go to Big Dom. With, with what's happening right now, Eagles play Dallas, I believe, in, in Dallas, and Giants go to Baltimore. What are the what's the likelihood that the Giants uh, make the playoffs? And do you want them to make the playoffs? And I know I, I the only reason I ask that is because I know what Dennis's answer would be. No, I I do want them to make the playoffs at this point. Of course I do. I told you weeks ago I was all in. I was bought in. Well, the week before the Seahawks game, and then the Seahawks game just added to that. I was done. I'm ready for them to break my heart, and they did it in less than a week. <laughs> Kudos to the Giants for doing that. But I told you also that week after the Seahawks game, that Thursday when we recorded with our good buddy Ellis Gill. What all ended when, and when you, Washington beat Pittsburgh. Exactly, and you asked us what was going to happen. I said, Washington's going to win the division. The fact that they beat the Steelers. Now, I did not see this uncontrollable demise from the Steelers of the, the, the two weeks later to lose to the Bills, which we both predicted, but now to lose to your division rival, the Bengals, with their third-string quarterback. And Juju Smith, I mean... Look, Mike Tomlin is going to talk to him now. Okay, give him a good stern talking. He's also my fantasy team. Bum. Never drafted again. Uh, unbelievable. Just unbelievable season for me. I was a two-time champ. Were you really? Back-to-back. Two-time wow. champ. Back-to-back? Back-to-back, yeah. I had, and this year, just poo-pooed. Poo-pooed all over. I got Lamar Jackson in the fourth round. <laughs> Sucked. Yeah, anyway. Shoot. Bad year for Just, yeah. anyway. Chris McCaffrey, second overall. Her. Oh, yeah, just everything. I picked up Patrick Mahomes, and then I had Nick Chubb second round, and I traded him to Kyle Barron. Still made the playoffs, though. Yeah, and now he's going to let Kyle Barron. Still made the playoffs. Number five. 
going to win it all. Anyway, uh, I told you Washington was going to win the division. After that, I was so hyped. We should not have won that game in Seattle. Colt McCoy, no Daniel, no Dan Jones. No, it, we weren't supposed to win that football game, and our defense looked unbelievable. So I was like, look at what we're doing defensively to this team that can easily score 30 points against us, and they could barely get a field goal at times. But to see to get Washington needed one win, and they got that win. And I told you down the stretch, our schedule only got harder from there. Mm-hmm. And it, we joked about it, like our toughest game is going to be against the Browns. Well, I'll tell you what, the Ravens are clicking now too. And Lamar Jackson is going to run all over our offense or our defense, and there's going to be no issue for them. He's clicking completely. The running game, it doesn't matter who's behind him. So, yeah, Washington's going to win the division. And I said their schedule set up for them to win it. We just needed some help. And we almost got it from the yeah. 49ers. But there's an issue when Nick Mullins is your quarterback and he right. has no weapons around him. But at the same time, when that Washington team doesn't score an offensive touchdown, that's how bad the 49ers are currently, where they no. don't score an offensive touchdown in Washington and they still win that football game. And now we got some help. Then we lost by five. They didn't cover the spread. Yeah. Five and a half was the spread. I mean, it was off turners. And, and I'll jump in here one more time, and then I'll I'll hand the invisible mic over so to So, yes, Big Washington, Dow. they're winning the division. But they, I think, they will seal it yeah, this week. I, I think, and, and I mean, it comes down, I, I, I think you're right, unfortunately. Um, I've tried to be as optimistic as I can. Don't tell me that. Are you picking the Cowboys to beat Eagles this week? No. I think the Eagles will beat the Cowboys. Good, because I'm picking Dallas. And I think Washington will beat Carolina. And I think that will throw out any shot the Giants have, unfortunately. But, in the words of Michael Strahan, on the sideline uh, in Arizona, um, it was a good time. We were both there. Uh, He said, believe, 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 and it will happen. Uh, So, I don't doubt that if there is a way that uh, the Church of Danny Dimes, uh, if he gets resurrected... And uh, he comes back. I think the Giants could have a shot. We'll probably lose to Baltimore, more than likely. And uh, Washington will probably beat Carolina, and the Eagles will probably beat Dallas, and that will... But if that is the case, I have to thank the Giants and Joe Judge for giving Giants, Giants players and Giants fans for the first time in years meaningful football after Thanksgiving and Christmas. I will give the floor to Big Dom. Big Dom, do the Giants make the playoffs? What happens with the NFCs? Do you have faith or not? I am with Dennis. I think, um, one, I think Dallas will beat Philadelphia. I think the Giants will get creamed by Baltimore. And I think it's going to come down to the last game. I think, I don't know if Alex Smith is quarterbacking this week, if you guys know that or not. It or doesn't. Is it going to be Dwayne Haskins? As or, of, if it's as Haskins, let me tell you, I'm on the Carolina bandwagon. I mean, they play hard. They've played really well. That's, yeah, that's, and that's, it's not out of the realm that Christian McCaffrey doesn't play this week. That's a whole other dynamic to that offense. As of, as of they home, it's, it's in Washington. I, I believe, yeah, but as of as of now, there's no guarantee. But it looks like as of now, Haskins is the front runner to play. Well, I I, I can see Carolina beating Washington. I think Dallas will beat Philadelphia. I think the Giants will lose, and I think the following week, I think Giants will beat Dallas at home. 
And I'm not sure what Philadelphia and Washington's deal is in the last week, who they're playing, but... They're playing each other. They're playing each other. That's an, and again, Philly has to win. And Philly has to win. I think that's another... That would give the Giants a tiebreaker. Right. And, and people are seeing more of Hurts. They're seeing more of Hurts, more of Hurts, more of Hurts. They know he's a running quarterback. They get that. But they're going to they're gonna get his weaknesses, and they're going to really look at that. So I think the Giants have a shot. I think they have a shot of being a possibility in the last week of the season to make the playoffs. Which, which is, Dennis, what have I said since Thanksgiving? Or what, what have I said since... So I said, to give you some context... When the Giants beat Seattle, me and Dennis recorded Monday night, right before Washington beat Pittsburgh. And me and Dennis were high and mighty. We were like, we're driver's seat. Giants got the division. Garbage division. Don't get me wrong. But we are, like, credit, have a credit to the Giants. Joe Judge made 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 lemonade out of lemons. And, and here we go. And then Washington beat Pittsburgh, the undefeated team, the next day. And that threw off all confidence. And then Daniel Jones got hurt, and then it steamrolled out of there. But I always said, at that point, with all the injuries we've had, with the easier schedule that Washington had, if the Giants could find a way to be a game behind Washington going into the last week of the year at Dallas, you get them at home, and there's going to be no one there at MetLife Stadium. And I, it hurts me to think of what MetLife would have been Sunday night against the Browns, and what MetLife would be in a meaningful game against Dallas at home, that place would be, fans would be going bouncing off the walls at MetLife. But I always say, if if the Giants can get to that last game, be a game behind Washington the last week of the year, and something that hurts me to say, but you hope to root for the Eagles, and then... <laughs> and then you, you hope... Joe Judge gets his team, come to Jesus moment, you get his team in shape, and you, and you beat, you try to beat Dallas at home, and that's what it comes down to. You tie Washington, and you have the tiebreaker, and you go to the playoffs. That's all I can know. But, I, but I, I just, I have to say, I am just beyond pleased that with the mess of this team that we've had throughout the year, that it's, it's days before Christmas, and the Giants, there's two games left, and the Giants have a significant chance of making the playoffs. That's at, at the rate we've been the last since since we saw the Super Bowl, since I was at, since you and I watched the Super Bowl, and it's been just an absolute disaster for the Giants. That it's nearly Christmas, and we're that close to making the playoffs. That's more than I ever could have hoped for. Well, and it's not just making the playoffs. It's what I have said. Can we see improvements, incremental improvements through the year and to see Joe Judge put his culture on this team? We've seen that. The mm -hmm. issue is that our division is so bad that we actually have a shot at the division Correct. and making the playoffs. So we're putting so much more on this season than we should. We're viewing this as like we could make the playoffs. And, oh, crap, we're not going to make the playoffs. Like, it's going to happen. We're, we'll, we will probably be in a, in a situation. Let Washington wins this week, then it's over. But if they don't, we're in a situation, week 17, where we might win the division. But hopefully, and I think all Giant fans will agree, and I will, my so word, like we so all were to meet, I compared to you crying in the corner with your Miller lights because you're so caught <laughs> into this team and we were one in seven, and I just wanted us to tank for the golden boy. Yeah. 
and just get rid of Danny Jones and Gettleman will get fired. And that because you want to, he's wanted Gettleman to get fired. He doesn't want Gettleman. But I we, want Gettleman if we out. tank, we're one and seven, which we were, and we're done. Yeah. Gettleman's gone. We're gonna draft Lawrence one or two or what could be one. Could have been one. Could have been. And we'll be fine. And we'll go, we'll start the future. We'll just start over. We'll start the clock. Well, you wanted us to over. tank thinking that Dennis wanted us to tank thinking that we could be worse than the Jets or the Jacksonville Jaguars. But we would literally have the same record as them. So what is my argument? The Giants, with the team we had, you would, they would need to literally just But that's the team we have now. Over. That's a month and a half later. We were 1-7 and seven at one point. But we were not as bad as Jacksonville the Jets. Jacksonville was also 1-7, and, and the Jets were 0-8. Oh and but we were not nearly as bad as we would all have the same record <laughs> at one win. We would be right in the thick of it. We'd have a much different argument. We just have to, and I think we all will, accept the fact, right, we won't make the playoffs. Week 17 will come and go. We'll get to the new year. The playoffs will start. And we will sit back and say, look at what we did in the second half of the year after being 1-7. and seven. Take that momentum into the draft. Fix what we need to fix. We're not going to have a top 10 pick, but we'll be right on the outskirt. So let's hopefully find that defensive guy that can make a difference or an offensive receiver that can make a difference. Also, Kyle Pitts just declared for the draft the other day. He's a tight end, but he's also, I mean, he's a legit stud. He's a receiver. He's like a Calvin Johnson type guy. That's how physically gifted he is. I don't know if you guys watch the SEC. Yeah, he's ready for the Gators. Yeah, he's done it all year long, but he had some injuries that kept him outside for Florida. But that's one guy maybe the Giants look at and we can get rid of that bum. Because he just, I can't take him anymore. All right. He's a oh, Pro sorry, Bowl sorry. player. Yeah. Yeah, he's either, in the Pro Bowl. Either. But what I'm saying is that's that's what I'm looking at now. I'm I'm tempering expectations for the playoffs. I know it's not going to happen. I'm sitting back saying, look at what we've done since the middle of October. Let's build on it because we could easily, uh, uh, in July, August next year, be talked about as one of the favorites for this division. Yeah. I think most reasonable Giants fans would agree that regardless Just of what because happens, of what Joe Judge has brought yeah. and how the defense has played. Yep. And maybe we put some things around offensively and fill some holes. And we'll leave Giants talk on this. I, I And Dennis, you know, I've mentioned it in, in weeks past. Even though the Giants don't have a winning record, and this is going to be, what, seventh straight year of Yeah, we're five and nine. For the Giants, five and nine right now. Well, 12-16, um, we were 10-6. And, and we, we said this. So before, well, five, The losing five, records five, with Ben McAdoo, the losing records with Pat Shermer, and now a losing record with Joe Judge, this feels like the best, happiest losing record we've had since Tom Coughlin left. And I think this is the most confident Giants fans feel in the age of losing, which has been pretty much the majority of the last 10 years. Anywho, we got to get into picks. We're running over time. Uh, really quick, Jets beat the Los Angeles uh, Rams, and uh, the Jacksonville Jaguars hold the tiebreaker and the Trevor Lawrence sweepstakes, which means that, I mean, there, there's still two games left, so this could still change, but considering how terrible these two teams have played, you would assume neither one of them gets another win. And Jacksonville goes for Trevor Lawrence. Do the Jets go Justin Fields? Do they stay with Sam Darnold? Do either of you have any strong thoughts on the Jets? Uh, and, and, and I will say, our, our friends over at the fan uh, try to say, 
why would the Jets do this? Why would the Jets do this? The players and the coaches are playing for their jobs. <laughs> so there's no chance in hell that they're going to mess this up. Ownership, that's another thing. No, it, it was but, the Rams. It was the Rams. And, and I don't know what Sean McVay was doing offensively, and I don't know what that coaching staff was doing that they couldn't muster up but, their game. But plan Jets, Jets Jets fans and Jets I, didn't win that game. The I went on I game. went on Jets Twitter, I went on Jets Facebook, I went on ninety eight percent of Jets fans are very, very upset they should that be. the Jets won this game. So I will I will give the floor to you guys. Dom, you can take it first. Go ahead. I don't know what they were thinking. <laughs> I mean <sighs> How do you do something like that? I think going forward they're going to go with Sam Darnold. I don't. I don't think they're going to go for Justin Fields or the kid from North Dakota, or any of that nature. I. I think build with the draft. Maybe. Maybe they trade down from number two, get more picks. They need more talent. They need more players. Um, so I think they're going to keep Sam. I think that's who they're going to go forward with. And I think they're just going to find other parts around them and they'll probably get out of that second position and get more drafts, draft picks. It's a solid. I think maybe that that's what they do. I don't know if Justin Fields is their guy. I think Justin Fields will be one B to Trevor Lawrence one A. Trey Lance is the guy you're talking oh, about right. from North Dakota. Mm. The issue is, can you? Does he have enough on film from a year ago? Because they only played one game this year due to COVID. They're not playing again, and he's already opted out. They're not playing in their spring season that they're hoping to have, so he's going to just go to the draft. But. Yeah, maybe you trade and maybe a team like Tampa Bay or Minnesota or someone that's trying to get a younger quarterback that already has a veteran quarterback comes in. That's what you do, and you can try and stay in the top ten to get a guy like a Micah Parsons who's going to be up there. Maybe try to go the receiver route like a Jamar Chase who's going to be up there for Sam Darnold. That's what you would hope for. I think Sam Darnold is their guy. I will say that I'm saying this with a smiling, smiling face. Jets. I mean, it's just so Jets. So Jets. You had a win, and you all-out blitz lose to the Raiders, and Greg Williams is your scapegoat and fired. And not two weeks later, do you beat a division-leading team on the road? To be fair, no fans in L.A., but it doesn't matter. I don't. I almost want to believe that Sean McVay did it on purpose because I don't know what that offense was doing 20, 20 points against the Jets? More than you could give up 23. Fine. Maybe you have a bad day defensively. But no pressure? Where was Aaron Donald? Where was that defensive line that supposedly uh, they're playing really well? The team that had beaten Seattle and beaten Arizona and all of a sudden had nine wins two games ahead of these other two teams. All of a sudden, Arizona's right back in the thick of it after another win. So Jets, so Jets, it makes me happy. Because as you know, I know you hate the Eagles. I hate the Jets more than any other <laughs> NFL team. I, oh, yeah, I can't imagine It just was, comes from me as a little kid, like it's called Giant Stadium. Wait, why do the Jets play here? Going to preseason games and the Jets logos was on the field. I'm like, this doesn't make any sense. This is dumb. I don't like this team. And that's just how I did. And I've never liked them since. So you know what? Hats off, Rams. Thank you for making me happy. Yeah. Also, Trevor Lawrence. You don't have to come up here to the wind and the nasty weather. You get to go play in that dump of Jacksonville <laughs> with a bad ownership and no weapons around you. There's but not hey, a whole lot going on He's there. from Georgia. He'll be a little closer to his family. So why not? Or he does the smart thing. It's not the smart thing, but maybe he comes back to Clemson and plays another year. And if he wins a national title this year, 
Maybe he comes then back. Then he can go to the Jets next year. He tries to win a third national title in four years. Yeah, and then plays for the Jets for the in Jets 2022. So, yeah. Well, uh, we'll see how the last two years pan out for the New York Jets and Jacksonville. Big Dom, do you want to hang out for like 10 more minutes? I can hang out for 10 more minutes. All right, 10 well, more he's, minutes. He's got to make his NFL picks. All right, so uh, as we do every week, I uh, pass the baton over to Dennis for our weekly picks. I mean, we would typically do this later in the week, but because of the Christmas holiday, just, yeah. and just one in of case, the game, we'll do I am including one game that is on Christmas Day, okay. because why the hell not? Dennis, so, the invisible mic, over to you. Obviously, we're starting with the Giants. We've already talked about them a ton. They are at Baltimore. I am taking Baltimore in the grandest of fashions, because I have no faith. So, Matt, go ahead. Dennis, I, I love to think that if uh, Daniel Jones is healthy, that we would have a shot at this, and by some stretch, again, like I said, Baltimore has not impressed me. Um, they played really well against Cleveland. The Giants' defense is better with Bradbury there. I think we'd make a much better game, but I'm uh, assuming none of those things will happen, and Daniel Jones uh, may not be there. Even if he does, I think we put up a great game. But we lose to Baltimore by a, a, a closer margin uh, than many would think. I give the game to Baltimore. Thank you, Eddie. My closer margin. Go ahead, Dom. Uh, Ravens by a lot. Thank you. More <laughs> accurate than what you said. We'll see what happens. That's all I get. To say. That's all I get to say. That, that's. I think that's all I need to say it's about short that. Short and sweet. You don't have to go in there. depth. We know what's happening. <laughs> Uh, speaking of knowing what's happening now, maybe a little bit different after what we uh, just saw last weekend. But Browns at the Jets, I have Cleveland clearly. I have to go with Dennis. So this is this is another Cleveland game. I just can't believe the Jets would have any chance to win two in a row. Credit to the Jets, but for that reason, I have to agree with it. Um, the Browns uh, know they're on a roll, and uh, they're going to take advantage of this. Blood is in the water. Okay, so all around, of course. Uh, I will go first here because I do believe in this pick. The other ones I will let Matt go first because I'm down considerably in picks, yes. and I am trying to come as back. He, as he usually is. Yeah, uh, but we have Buffalo at New England. Buffalo just clinched the division last week with another big win, scoring, I think, the most points of the week. I will credit you. Yes, Matt, tapping yourself on the shoulder. He's been on the Bills wagon all year long. Kudos huh. to him. You have picked against them at times. I have. But... Uh, yeah, Matt's been on it, and I mean, the Bills, look, hats off. They finally won a division. They are facing the Patriots this week, a team that they have been trying to catch for two decades at this point, it feels like. Yeah. Uh, but I'm taking Buffalo. Even though the division's already in wraps, it doesn't matter. I think Buffalo wants to make another statement. We're not going to lose to the Patriots, even though we've already clinched the division. We're going to own this yeah. division. It's our division now. It's not yours. I think that's kind of the mindset. Mm -hmm. Of Buffalo. So that's why I'm taking Buffalo. Yeah. I can um, see New England coming out. They're playing at home. Not that it has to do with it, because there's no fans in New England. Right. But that's... No, I, I, I agree. I'm also taking Buffalo, and thank you for that. Uh, yes, I've been on Buffalo all year. And uh, I, I, I will say, Dennis, while this is Buffalo's division now, New England is going to be an afterthought. Um, they're in that process of becoming an afterthought. They're going to be an afterthought. Um, and I don't think Bill Belichick really gives a, a you-know-what anymore. And I think... Who? Bill who? Belichick. I don't think... <laughs> what? Give a hoot. Who, who? Is that a temple joke? No, he's No, saying... hoot. H-O-O-T. I don't think they give a hoot. Yeah, I don't think That's Bill... That's an appropriate thing to say. Yeah, I don't think Bill Belichick gives a hoot. 
Um, and I think that he's going to be looking at ways to build that team up until his retirement. The Bills are the team of the AFC East. But I will say, there is a team that is going to be uh, hot on their tails in the Miami Dolphins. Until it happens, I mean, they are. the Buffalo Bills are going to demolish. The Dolphins are 9-5. The New England Patriots. They haven't lost since Tua's taken over. Yeah. And I happens. go for the Bills to be the Patriots. I'm going with both of you. I, th- I think Buffalo is going to do a job. I don't know if is Cam playing on Sunday. Are they going to bring Stidham in? I don't know. Um, I, I think Buffalo is going to do a good job. Uh, two touchdowns. All right. Next game, the Sunday night game. Actually, a really good one here on this holiday weekend. Uh, Matt, you can go first. Tennessee at Green Bay. Yeah, this is a tough one, but I, I mean, I think it's, and we talked about it, it's it, it's, it's going to be Green Bay. Like, no no doubt about it. Tennessee's been... No doubt about it. Tennessee, when they've faced adversity, they've, they've popped back in. They, they've done well, but I, I mean, as much as I hate Aaron Rodgers, he's, they, they, they've done a great job, and they are, I think, in my opinion, the best team in the NFC, and I'm not going to go against them. So I will say the Green Bay Packers beat Tennessee. I can't wait for that game, though. Uh, I'm with Green Bay. I think Aaron Rodgers is, besides Mahomes, I think he's the best player in the NFL. He's making his players better on the receiver side. Devontae Adams, they have a lot of, I don't know if I'd say mediocre, but players that he makes them better on, on the receiving side. I think Tennessee, I think it's Henry or nothing. If Henry doesn't play well, I still don't trust Tannehill uh, to, to, to lead that team to victory. I don't think there's enough there if Henry is stopped or, or minimized. So... I go Green Bay. I love what what you both said. I might go Green Bay just for it being at home. You need those points, though. And I do need those points. But at the same time, you don't believe in Tannehill? He just scored five touchdowns last week. I'm taking the Titans. I might take the Titans even if I didn't need (laughs) the points. This team is rolling. They need a win. They, They want to win that division. The Colts are still right there. I'm sorry. Derrick Henry's just pushing little defenders. Off of himself. No, and the Packers have little defenders that he might push on himself. And I'll tell you what, if there's one thing I know about Derrick Henry, he loves the playoffs. And I'm not saying the actual NFL playoffs, the fantasy playoffs, because that's when he comes to play. And our good friend Kyle Barron, who now has him, because Chap traded him because he needed to get out of last place. Mm-hmm. He didn't get out of last place. He's going to be on the calendar. You'll be able to see it next year. <laughs> Don't worry. Matt will have one. He's our good friend. Yep, he'll be in skimpy clothing all year. I have, one of, I have one of Ellis Der- right now. Derrick Henry. I think over 100, I'm going to say 120. No, I have one of Kyle, not Ellis. I have one of Kyle. Yeah, o- over 120 both weeks. I'm going to say that just because I don't know if it's both 140. But he had 140 last week. The week before, the same thing. The dude knows when he needs to perform. And Tannehill is a serviceable quarterback, more than serviceable. A.J. Brown, Corey Davis, uh, who's a tight John Lou Smith, he mm-hmm. finds his weapons. I think they can score against this Green Bay Packer offense. I don't know if Green Bay can actually slow down. Tennessee. So maybe Toronto's versus Dennis. Wins a slugfest. Uh, <laughs> NFC East battle. Uh, I'm going to let Dom. Oh, I know what this one is. This way, Philly at Dallas. We might have already given away our answers, but go ahead. Big Dom. Um, I mean, obviously, it's a division rival. Uh, both teams, very disappointing seasons. What we thought this was going to be at the beginning of the year, we would have thought these two would have been fighting for first place in the division, which... I guess technically they probably are fighting for to to some based on on this team there. So they should have been like nine and five. That, that, yeah. That's right. I, I just don't. I think the Jalen Hurts ride is going to be soon over, uh, at least for this year here. I think they're going to know what to look for. Um, what do you mean by that? 
I mean, they've seen enough tape in two games to know what they're going to do and what his game is. Oh, I is. thought you meant, like, he's not going to be good anymore. No, I think that's right. too early to tell. I think this is it's like anything else. When somebody's new, you're still trying to figure out what gotcha. they do well and, and that. So um, that all being said, as much as I have a little green in my heart for my my it's lovely disgusting. wife, a shout-out to Lorraine. Um <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and and I you know fly eagles fly. I love the song. Uh, love the song. I love the song. I'm, I'm a cowboy you know hater. They threw snowballs at Santa Claus. I right? do know that. I'm, I'm they not, hate Santa Claus. Unlike my son, I am a cowboy hater more than I'm an eagle hater. Uh, so I, I think the Eagles are going to win in a close one. Uh, I mean, excuse me, Dallas is going to win in a close one. Uh, you know, three to five points. I think Dallas will win. Dallas won. Yep. Am I going next? Yeah, go. Well, that, that's surprising. I did not expect you to say Dallas. Um, I do hate the Eagles with every fiber of my being. Um, and it, and, and I will say this. Uh, to all the Eagles fans listening, if there are any of them, um, you're welcome. Um, I was right. I've been telling my cousin, uh, family members, friends I went to, uh, friends I was with at the greatest university on earth, Temple University, that you guys should put in Jalen Hurts and give up on Carson Wentz, and you all thought that Carson Wentz was the uh, was the second coming. You're welcome. I told you to put in Jalen Hurts, and now he looks like he is the answer for the Eagles, unfortunately for Giants fans, because he looks like the real deal. I think the Eagles have their next quarterback. Unfortunately for them, it comes after the Eagles have dropped uh, over $100 million uh, on Carson Wentz. Um, but I will say the Eagles look good with him. The Eagles have a hundred other pieces they need to fix. They're not a good team uh, right now. They're going to adjust that. But unfortunately for me, I think they are a better team than the Dallas Cowboys. And I think Jalen Hurts uh, wills the Eagles, unfortunately, to victory against the Dallas Cowboys. I'm taking the Philadelphia Eagles. If I wasn't down so many points, I would lean Eagles. I took Eagles last week to beat the Cardinals, and they almost did, if not for Kyler Murray, with a miraculous catch by DeAndre Hopkins in the last minute of the play near the pylon. They were in that game. They were down early, and they came back. That's how much I believe in Jalen Hurts. I think Jalen Hurts is their answer. He can play in the NFL because he can be a lesser Lamar Jackson, more Russell Wilson. Right. Not He's going to run, but he does have the arm strength to play in the NFL. Also, he's a winner. The dude's won a national title. He came in for Tua Tonga-Valoa when he replaced Jalen Hurts in that national title game the next year to beat Georgia in the SEC title game and will them to victory, and then Tua took it from there and won two playoff games, and mm-hmm. then they got smacked by Clemson in the finals, but that's neither here nor there. But I am taking Dallas because, one... I've liked everything Thomas said on the podcast tonight. Wait, so am I the only... Dallas. The biggest Eagles hater out of all of us is I actually picking hate, the only one picking the Eagles. Yeah, I actually hate Dallas more than I the Eagles. Chose. Yeah, no, I hate uh, the Eagles more than... Just because there's so much... That neither neither of you have lived in Philadelphia as a Giants fan. I've not. I've never actually been there. I would love to go. Really? I have a you big fan. You have the city of brotherly love. 
I don't know why they call it that, but I would love... Yeah, there's, love, there's no brotherly love, I love I love cheesesteaks, and I've uh, never been there, and I've heard they're amazing, and I will go eventually. Sometime. We're gonna, we're I work gonna, with a lot of people from the area. We're going to go to a Giant Seagulls game, but we're going to get a box, and we'll do Matt and Dennis. We'll record it from a luxury box at the link. I was about to say, I'm not sitting in those stands. Yeah, no, neither am I. <laughs> no, not as a giant fan. No. I'll just wear all black. We're, we're going to get a nice box. We'll do Grant. Matt and Dennis. We'll put a big banner up. and then we'll... Or I'll wear my Notre Dame stuff, and from afar, they'll think, oh, green, he's yeah. fine. Yeah. I've... I've, I've, I've I've actually been offered, I'm not going to say who has offered me uh, tickets. I think uh, Big Dom knows. But I've been offered tickets on multiple occasions by someone very close to me to go attend Giants-Eagles games at Lincoln Financial Field, and I have turned it down uh, at least twice. Yeah, um, that, so that, I... Yeah. Well, you just said it right there, but yes. <laughs> <laughs> and... Uh, I, I have I have turned it down every time because of my uh, thinking of my safety. But can, anyways, continue. Yeah. I'll, I'll take Dallas just because they they look good. I don't know if Zeke's going to play. Maybe that helps them. Maybe Pollard. Maybe they get a little oomph towards the end of the year. And look, Dallas technically isn't out of this race either, so they kind of have stuff to play for. So yeah, I'm just gonna take the Cowboys. Uh, the final game that we have is Christmas Day game. I will go first. Just because I do not believe, and I love the purple people leaders. I've been on. If you want to talk bandwagons, love them from the get go. They had a rough start. Dalvin Cook helped me in my other fantasy league, which I lost in the second round. Of course, my team just completely pooped the bed. Now I'm in the third place game, just trying to get my money back. Unbelievable. I can't catch a break. But it is what it is. Love their offense. I've picked their web all year long. But look, even if Drew Brees is back, and even he said he's not 100% healthy after the last game, like people are, oh, you're 100%. He kind of laughed it off, like, no. I'm not. I, they're not going to drop too straight, not after Tampa Bay wins again. They need to win this division. They need home mm-hmm. games in the postseason. There is a, they have a considerable edge, even if there are no fans or minimal fans, a considerable edge playing at the Superdome. I know Kansas City just walked in there and beat them in the Superdome, but there are not many teams, if any, in the NFC that are as good as Kansas City. They need to play at home. If Heaven forbid they have to go on the road. And even if they were to go to Washington or have to play outdoors or eventually have to go to Green Bay or out west, I don't like their chances. They have to win this football game. Otherwise, it opens the door for Tampa Bay to win the division. So I will take the New Orleans Saints over the Minnesota Vikings. I'm, I'm with you as well. I, I think it's a must-win for New Orleans for those reasons that you mentioned. Minnesota's so up and down. Um, I think the Saints' defense is, well, can do a decent job there for them. But again, I... I think they need those home field advantage uh, to be able to hopefully not play Green Bay until they have to play Green Bay in the championship game. Um, you know, I think they're better than Tampa Bay. They're more consistent. But again, like you said, I think there's that opportunity of losing this game, uh, get in a little position that they don't want to be in. So I'm big on the Saints. Yep, I am uh, going to agree with uh, both of you. That's a, it's a playoff push. Drew Brees is back. He's not 100%, but he doesn't need to be 100% to beat the Minnesota Vikings, uh, in my opinion. So I am also going with the New Orleans Saints. That's all we got. All right. Do we want to wait for a picks till next uh, next time or for a college? No, we got to do them now because there's all right, well, we'll let, we'll let Big Dom. Dom. <laughs> Big Dom, it's up to you if you want to stay. Uh, uh, I, I am going to go eat, eat dinner. Um, I want to thank uh, Matthew and Dennis for allowing me uh, to be – on a podcast, I've never done this before, and it was very nice sitting and, and talking football. 
So we'll, we'll have you back on. Uh, we're, we're, we have multiple more shows uh, before me and Dennis go off on our merry way to other parts of the country. True. So uh, probably two, at least one. But yeah. Maybe. Two. Yeah. Maybe two. So thank okay. you, Big Dom. Thank you thank for you having for me. On. Goodbye, everybody. Happy holidays. Thank you for coming on. Uh, that's that's Big Dom in the Matt and Dennis Studios here. Uh, one of our many guests. If you uh, if you are a person that wants to come on the show, um, and you have some hard hitting topics, maybe you agree or strongly disagree with anything that uh, me and Dennis uh, said, or you just want to throw a, a debate topic in there, um, we're on Twitter at, uh, at Matt Dennis Pod. We're on Facebook, Matt and Dennis. So thank you again, uh, and uh, friend of the show, uh, Big Dom. Uh, for coming on. This was awesome. Um, at a time where I think Giants fans need to vent and uh, we, need, we need optimism. And this is also uh, a day or two before Christmas. So I think with everything that has been going on uh, and we have a, I think we have a couple more shows before we reach the year 2021. But um, it's been a good show. I, I, Personally, I'll give Dennis the invisible mic again here in a second. But thank you all so much. We have, again, probably have a, at least one or two more shows, um, hopefully in person, before uh, we reach the new year. But I want to say happy holidays, happy Hanukkah, happy Kwanzaa, Merry Christmas. And uh, to you and yours, have a happy, healthy new year with all things that we've been going through. We made it. Let's keep pushing through it. Thank you so much for listening. Dennis, I'll give the mic to you for a minute. No, 100% echo everything you said. Look, we joked about it, but it's it's totally true. Dom, big Dom Scarano, the best guest we've had on the show by far. Knew what he was talking about. Brought the heat, brought the fire, and uh, the ashes are still smoldering over here in the basement of the Matt and Dennis studio. My feet are on ice. <laughs> yes. Uh, but absolutely, absolutely happy holidays, happy Hanukkah, which I do believe is still going on to this day, like the day that we are currently <laughs> recording, not like to this uh, yeah, day. I don't, I don't know what day it like, is. Uh, it, it, it might be. Who the hell knows? I don't celebrate it, so I don't know. If it is... I think it ended already. Did it? I think it, I think it ended. Yeah. That's a shame. But hey. Is it a, is it a business day type thing? Or do they celebrate the weekend? It's <laughs> straight days. Is it just straight? Hey, if it's still going on. Maybe. Keep, you know what? Keep that menorah lit, man. Who says you got to blow it up? Yeah. Keep that. I mean, people keep their Christmas decorations up yeah. past the New Year. Just yeah, keep that. Keep that sucker lit. You know. Screw it, Kwanzaa. I don't know what you have, but whatever you got, keep it going. <laughs> also, Merry Christmas, and also, most importantly, appreciate anyone that has been listening to the loyal fans. Whether you're laying in bed, in the car, in the cubicle, working from home, chopping wood, feeding a bunny rabbit, Romania. Yeah, uh, we're playing we're Romania, Madden 05 on your GameCube, whatever you're doing. If you're asking Alexa, if you're asking Siri, we appreciate you listening because it's been a good year, man. Romania, United States, obviously. Uh, Singapore, Singapore, Ireland, Ireland. Are we in France? Maybe. Maybe France or England. Thank you guys so much. We like croissants. Croissants are really good. <laughs> Have, have a Merry Christmas. Um, I almost we, dropped my casserole. <laughs> next time we talk to you, we'll be after Christmas. Yep. Hope, uh, hope Santa's been good to you. Be good to each other. 
Thank you so much. Uh, we're on Twitter at Matt Dennis Pod. We're on Facebook, Matt and Dennis. If you got some great topics, please let us know. If you want to come on the show, let us know. We'll talk about it. We'll figure it out. We'll get you on the show. For my good friend, Dennis Vinci, my name is Matt Scarney. You've been listening to Matt and Dennis. Have a very happy holiday. Have a very Merry Christmas. So long. Dennis. Adios.